Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. It is 8.04 a.m. It's great to have you on. And, um, yeah, look, we had a really great interview, which I want to touch on in a sec. But before we do, can we go to our next quiz question, Lawson? Hey, before we do the quiz, so it has been communicated to us. One of our main ah. sites for Faith FM uh, was uh, unfortunately having some kind of issue, which, you know, we've, we've kind of got, gotten out of the gremlins in the last couple of days, Friday and then through today. You know, our system has been working fantastically up until this time. It's, you know, it's, it's come that time of year. Year, decided to take a holiday and and so as we understand those who have been listening on the faith of him app uh, which is mm-hmm. a huge amount of listeners those who have been listening through our internet stream have been unfortunately listening to yesterday's show and they've been writing us text messages That's and right. beautiful messages <laughs> and whatnot but now you're caught up if you're listening this morning and it is a tuesday you are listening <laughs> To the right show. So, you know what? I'm just going to quickly give you guys some quiz answers. This, oh, sorry, some quiz questions and then get to the main I'm one. I'm sure they'd like the answers too. And, and <laughs> but hey, not yet. <laughs> and hey, if you are, look, you know, for the sake of time, I'm going to run through them quite quickly. If you can't keep up, you know, we're really sorry. We'll, we'll put that on us and we'll, we'll see what we can do. But hey, uh, let's see. The first question was essentially one of the parables that Jesus is tell, mention, that Jesus tells mentions the city of Jerusalem and the city of Jericho. Which parable is that? Was it the parable of the mustard seed, the parable of the prodigal son, the parable of the good Samaritan, or the parable of the ten virgins? The next one we have had here according to Paul in 1 Corinthians 3 Jesus Christ is the foundation of a person's spiritual life but some people try to build their faith on a foundation of gold silver costly stones wood hay or straw instead that is a true or false question so did does Paul really write that some people try to build their foundations on gold silver costly stones hay or straw instead in First Corinthians chapter 3. The last one we did, nice and short question. Here we go. How did Jesus reveal the one who would betray him? How did Jesus reveal the one that would nice betray him? And our first question for this hour, on what island was John when he was given the vision of Revelation? Mm. 0491-064-669. Again, that question was, on what island was John when he was given the vision of Revelation? Revelation. Hey, want to give a, a shout out to to Bruce and Liz writing in from Marysville. Well, they're not in Marysville anymore, but they're they're in a little town called Taggarty. But they were in Marysville, and of course, we were shouting out Marysville on the show yesterday. And Mon was sharing her experience living <laughs> in Marysville, and we were laughing uh, this morning because Mon was adamant. She was like, "I, I, I know everyone in Marysville." We we're talking about a mutual friend that we have, and and she was like, "Nah, they." They weren't in Marysville when I was there, but then it turns out, you know, according to the text message, they were. Uh, as they mentioned in, in the uh, in the in the text message here, that we've got our, a Faith FM tower there in Marysville mm. on top of our good friends Johnny and Tina's house. So yeah, praise God uh, for those guys, and also shout out Mon as well. Yesterday was pretty much her last day filling in for the yeah. breakfast show before she moves on down to the great land of Tasmania. Tasmania. So she she's on like the very very southern coast like the southern tip of Tassie. Oh, wow. You know, got a job down there, working down there. So she's going to have a fantastic and cold time. Hey, again, <laughs> that question was, on what island was John when he was given the vision of Revelation? Our prize for this week was the book Spa Cuisine from Silver Hills by Chef Cecil Gordon. 
an amazing, awesome vegan cookbook that has been a labor of love. 40 years, this book mm. and the recipes of these books have you been. You've got to know your stuff if you do it for 40 years. It. Hey, Absolutely. that kind of space, yeah, with vegan cooking. Absolutely. Like, you know, f- food can, you can only eat bad food so many times, yeah. you know, before you need to switch it up. And so I think that. Especially when you travel. Like, I miss home food when Ooh. I'm traveling. Like, I just crave home cooking mm-hmm. so much. If, if I'm away Dude. for a few days, hey. A home cooked meal. And then furthermore, you know, how, you know, when once you've eaten that home cooked meal, it's come time to expel it sitting on your home toilet. Like that's just, what? that's just, it's just the best <laughs> feeling in the world, guys. It <laughs> is. Everyone knows what I'm talking right. about here. Don't yeah, deny yeah. it. What you're saying, what you're trying to say is that when you eat really well, you go really well, and but, so you're healthier overall. Uh, bang! Absolutely, bam! Bada bing, bada boom. That's bada exactly bing, what. That's bing, exactly what we're trying to say on the breakfast show this morning. Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six. <laughs> 669 is our numbers. Our town, actually, that we shouted out today for our listeners who were just joining us yeah. was the town of Crow's Nest, Queensland, just north of Toowoomba there, listening on 87.6. If you're in that area or you've been through that area, hey, let us know. 0491-064-669. Shout out to Crow's Nest in Queensland and tell us what you love about it. Tell us what you love about living in South Queensland and, you know, the, the various great things that you can get up to in that area. i got to say Brisbane is a fantastic city. Oh, I it is love one of Brisbane. my favourites. Of course, yeah. we're not talking about Brisbane now. We're talking about Christmas. <laughs> but in terms of South Queensland, you know, I love, you know, hanging out by the river there, eating the good food. Hey, but 0491-064-669 is our number. Danuta. Yeah, I was time. just, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going into Got our Bible, Bible study, study time. But just, hey, just want to really just summarise for those who may not have heard, but really... Um, what Pastor Les covered on trauma-informed lens, having having a trauma-informed lens, which was mm. really powerful stuff. And he said that, you know, where we where we are in life determines how we are actually see some of those things. But we need to actually enhance safety, trust, self-worth, and empowerment in other people. But firstly, to reflect on ourselves, mm. because then we can be better equipped to help others. And I love that. And he also says it takes a community. And I think, you know, the, 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 the fact is, too, that as we mentioned that with Christ in our lives, and this is what even Paul starts to then touch on about having Christ, being uh, living a Christ-like life, right? Mm. Um, that we reflect things in a completely different way. But at the same time, sometimes we can just bring in that um, our, our, our trauma that we've been through, our brokenness, mm. and we need to allow other people to support us and help us through with that, but also allow God to transform us into mm. a better place. But safety is such an important aspect, isn't it, for everyone? Yeah. Um, right, right from childhood years, because when you look at children, um, that's what they look for, doesn't it? Safety, mm. safety. I mean, the child stops crying as soon as they're put into the mother's arms. In their, if they're in somebody else's arms and they go into mother's arms or into a father's arms. And mm. so I love that picture that and that our safety. You know, I love that verse where it says that, you know, under his wings we'll find refuge. In mm. other words, under God's wings we find refuge too. So, um, yeah, just great stuff that can keep on being unpacked yeah, a I, whole lot more. I think it speaks to as well like the need for our churches to be a place of – a. Hear me out. Here, I'm, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share some thoughts with you. Just hear out my my full thoughts for a second. I think that church really needs to be a pure place. Like, and 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 
there is some some rhetoric regarding churches of oh sometimes we're and I know Christians have expressed this before sometimes we're just a too maybe a bit high and mighty and we turn people away because of um, the the things that we do and I think that we we can use some some language some some maybe some Christian knees some lingo that's a little bit cringe or we can do some things that for the uninformed person coming in can be so foreign to them and without some level of explanation and and guidance it it can be a bit much but at the same time i do want to say my experience coming to church mm. stepping into an environment that was so different from the one that i had at home mm-hmm. did at at home you know i had drinking i had video games i had all kinds of you know, just different trauma, fighting, strife, like all of these things, um, all of the distractions and the harms of the world I, I had at my disposal at home. Right. You know, well and truly. Right. Um, even even unhealthy food. Right. Is, I read a statistic recently, like they're really struggling in the States with uh, pastors in a number of denominations, including the, the Methodist denomination. Um, it's like over, I think it's like 60% of the Methodist pastors in the States are obese. You know, it's something, the health of pastors has been something that's been, they've been struggling with. And I think the health of the pastor, the health of the church, mm. you know, is something again as well. I was eating terrible food. I was like really, really in an unhealthy space. And then I would come. But you to, found it a positive space would, when you went into I church. I would come to church. Isn't that great? And it was this little small home church, like right. 12, 13 people. And we would sit around in a circle. We would sing hymns. We would eat. You know, vegetarian and vegan food. Um, we wouldn't be dwelling on just the, 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 the things of the world, um, mm. the, the filthiness of the world, but rather dwelling on God. And although it was a, it was an environment that was foreign to me, I had this friendship with the people that were there that in, that made me feel like, Oh man, this is something I want to keep coming back to. I want to keep doing. Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. And as a result, I was able to really experience transformation That's, in my I life. I love that word. Transformation. We're going to be getting into we're it in our Bible study. unpacking that today. But it's, again, I feel like we need to find that balance of going, hey, how can we deliver a safe space to people mm-hmm. where there is some level of familiarity? You know, we don't want our barriers up too too high. Jesus mm-hmm. ate with the prostitutes. He, he ate with the sinners. This is, this is the kind of space that we want to have at church. But the steps to go that direction isn't, Oh, well, hey, if we just maybe lower our standards in terms, and I'm, I'm not talking necessarily about dress or whatever it may be, but it's like, oh, you know, if we just make church a little bit more common, if we lower the barrier a little bit, I'm like, no, let's make church a holy place. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's have the environment of a church, a place where people can come and to connect with Jesus, to have an edifying experience, actually being in contact with a real experience with God. But us as people, leading them through it. Love that. Love what you're mm-hmm. saying with that. And it is. And it's when we are transformed through Christ mm-hmm. and we, we we walk, as Paul says, walk in in, in his ways, mm-hmm. you know, which we're gonna read that verse in a sec. When we can when we do that, we are actually able to help others so much more too. Recognizing too that because sin is in the world, 
We live in mm-hmm. in a world of sin that we will still sin and fall. But when we reflect, then, like Pastor Les said, that we reflect on our on where we're at and how we're thinking and where mm. we're going with that, we are also then able to help others from our experiences that we have been through. And mm. I love what Paul because I, I I love this passage here. Can we actually unpack that because he actually talks about the new man and the old man and uh, sorry mm. the old man and the new man, but mostly on the new man. And I love that because this really unpacks and works really nicely with what you've just mentioned about transformation mm. and then how that can help in having that trauma um, trauma informed lens mm. not only within the church but particularly also in our community and so yeah yeah we talked yesterday we covered verses 17 through 19 where we ultimately saw that our ignorance towards God our darkened understanding and our alienation towards God has come from I, I this passage is super interesting it says here uh, at the end of verse 18 it says because of the blindness of their heart so they don't mm. follow God because of the blindness of their heart and we asked a question yesterday I was like oh well is a person responsible for that if my heart is blind I, if I can't see you know if I can't get my driver's license because I'm blind is anyone gonna like say oh you know you're an incapable person because you can't drive it's like no it's like this is the the say the disability that I have and these are the limitations that it come with that I sh- purely like they're insurmountable like these this limitation you know there's so many inspiring stories of things that people can do with those kinds of limitations but a blind person shouldn't drive like this is just the reality of the situation there's there's no way to make up for that at least with the technology that we have now you know if we can come up with something where they can get a visual feed to their brain that would be (laughs) incredible but like at this point it's like no so is a person responsible for that but then it says comes to verse 19 it says who being past feeling Mm -hmm. have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness and greediness. It's Mm -hmm. that the reason they have become blind is because of decisions that they have made to lead them to that point that they were previously, they had a conscience. They felt bad over sin. Mm -hmm. Uh, They felt like they should change. Mm -hmm. And, but now blindness has fully overtaken them because they have continually resisted their conscience. They have Mm. resisted the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Then we come to verse 20 Mm -hmm. and says, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed by the spirit Mm. of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Love it. You know, if I can use an illustration. Yeah. We simply are not a tire to be patched up. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. Mm. It is impossible for us to, to you know, we're like you, get, you have a tire. It's yep. like it's bald. Yep. You know, it's got no tread left. And uh, there are people who like retread tires. So they, they cut grooves into them again, you know, to, to get them uh, hooking up and working a little bit better. But at some point, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing left. Like, or, or trucks, they, um, when a truck tire, like truck tires are so expensive that they do this thing called retreading where they, you know, they'll wear out a tread and then they'll put like a tread over the top. But there's only so many times you can do that. Mm-hmm. Ulti- but ultimately, we're not, we, we can't be patched up. No. We need to be replaced. Yeah. We need to be changed. 100%. This, this is the situation that we're in, in, and this is what God is calling for us, and it's only by his power that uh, that can take Absolutely. Place. And that's why in verse 20 it says, but you have not so learned Christ. He doesn't mm. say no Christ. 
He's not, he's not saying knowing Christ or learning of Christ. He's saying learned Christ. In other words, knowing Christ, you know, in his high places, you know, earlier mm-hmm. in Ephesians, we're saying that they were, the, the Gentiles were grafted in mm-hmm. and into the inheritance of God, into the, fa- grafted into the family of God, right? Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's about putting on Christ in, mm. and it's all to do with our inner change, isn't it? The inner man. The, that's why it says here further down about a new man, the inner man. And I look at that as the fact that when we learn learn of Christ, mm. then we want to be more like him. Mm-hmm. We want to be more like Christ, mm-hmm. and therefore we keep on connecting with Christ a yeah. whole lot more. And as we do that and spend time with Christ, we become more like him. And mm. that is about learning, being learned of Christ mm. it, because it, it's our external behaviors that it, it reflect that inner change. But here's the thing more than that too. What Paul is talking here about is also that we know, we, we've learned of Christ of being the high priest mm. in the high places, in the heavenly places, that he is a king, that he's our maker, that he's a prophet. All of those different roles that Christ has, but most importantly now that he is interceding on our behalf in the heavenly places, mm. that we act, act mm. as, you know, um, act um, in holiness and righteousness. And mm. that can only come as we put on Christ. And so here it is that whole new and old inner man is the fact that one is a reflection of Adam. Mm-hmm. The, what we call the first Adam, Christ is the second Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Paul covers that in other places, but yeah, we're going to keep on unpacking that so much. More. Yeah, and I love this, but you have not learned Christ. It seems as though the the response to this situation of being totally given over to lewdness and sin and uncleanness with greediness is the the solution to this point, or, or what causes this problem? Uh, is what what causes this problem? And then furthermore, it's what causes the problem is not knowing Christ, not. Yeah being learned of Christ oh. and then what solves this problem is becoming learned of Christ and and when we have the understand I, I I truly believe and we can see this from the very beginning that you know our, our distrust of God and of Jesus and of Christ that would lead us to a place where we believe that sin is something worth worth giving ourselves over to comes from a misunderstanding of who God is and the life he's offering. That's what it was in the beginning with Adam and Eve. Like that's that was the decision that they made. It was a misunderstanding of who God was that came from a temptation and that misunderstanding was shared to them by Satan. Now the unfortunate thing is you might say again it comes back to but if it's a misunderstanding Understanding. How can someone be charged with that? Mm. And the point is, is that we choose to misunderstand. Mm. The worst deception that there is, the one that we are actually guilty of is self-deception, the deception of self, the choice that we make to go, hey, I know that I could trust God at this point. I know, mm. and I would come into a greater learning and knowledge and understanding of Him, having a better experience. Like God gives us, He puts out on the table the reasons why we should follow oh. Him. Which, man, eternity in heaven, if that's not a reason, first yes. and foremost, <laughs> it's like, okay, one is leading to eternal death giving myself over to lewdness. The other one is leading to eternal life. If that is not already reason enough to take the steps to follow Jesus, then, uh, you know, 
God has more reasons, uh, which is a f- fantastic and great news. He's even, you can even see that we would misunderstand the goodness and the greatness of eternal oh. life with him. Um, and he gives us even more. But if we at that point continue to make the decision to say, oh, but I would not like to know Christ. I would not want to learn Christ. Um, it seems as though, hey, it's like th- that's on you. Yeah. But coming into a point of learning of Christ, that he has done all things for you, that he has given himself for you, and that the only response need be made is a decision. And from that decision, he is going to work incredible things in you to help you to overcome sin, to help you to overcome lewdness and temptation and all of these various things. If we learn this, man, it's a win-win situation. Mm. What could be better? 100%. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we are doing our Bible study time, but before we continue on, we've actually got our last quiz question for today. Yes, here we go. It's a fill in the blanks. Here we go. Are you not five... uh, Sorry. Are not five blanks sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many blanks. That's Luke chapter 12, 6 and 7. I'm going to run through this again. I struggle with these so much. Like I'm, I'm like, and, and then I start to say the wrong words and stuff because I'm just thinking, I'm like, okay, I need, I need to leave the word out. Here we go. Yeah. Are not five blanks sold for two copper coins and not one of them is forgotten before God, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many blanks luke chapter 12 verse 6 and 7 if you know what those blanks are 0491 is the number to text and you will go into the drawer for our amazing book the silver hill spa cuisine a vegan cookbook that has been in development for like the last 40 years it's like and but recently released recently and <laughs> it's just not an old book <laughs> just really has this fantastic information about it's basically western vegan cooking mm. at its at its absolute best fine-tuned i want to give this to you absolutely for free you just have to win the draw and to win the draw you just have to answer questions correctly and a little tip for that one that's one of my favorite verses the oh. second tip <laughs> yeah second tip is i see them when i go for my walks and and it my, my, i'm reminded of that verse when i mm. see them so what is it that I see when I go for my walks? That's the clue. <laughs> Incredible. Hey, 0491 People are already texting in. Again, that's 0491 Danuta, we've come to the time. We're going to continue on with our Bible study. Absolutely. So we're, for those that may have only just joined, we're looking at Ephesians chapter 4, particularly verses 20 to 24, and we're mm. talking about being learned in Christ. So putting on, um, yeah, a whole lot of new clothing symbolically is what Paul actually Actually, then covers it, which mm. is what we're going to move into about being moving from the old man to the new man, and is, and and to be learned of Christ. He's what Paul's really saying is for the believers, the Gentile believers, to be different to the the, the Gentiles who are still of the pagan world, because of course mm. they've come out of paganism and they've become believers. And he says, "Hey, keep on doing that, and don't go, you know, let go of those old ways." But then he's also saying here. It is about continually being renewed, Mm. isn't it? Because it's not like, 
you know, some people use the term once saved, always saved. You're renewed mm-hmm. in Christ. You've put on the whole armor, you know, new, new righteous robe of Christ. But it's not. It's about continually coming to Christ. And I love what you actually said just before we went to our song um, about the fact that, you know, why wouldn't you want that when you've got eternal life? Why yeah. would you want to give up that up? And, of course, Paul touches on this in so many places. His books all merge together. But I love in Colossians chapter 3 where he says in chapter 3 verse 2, set your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. Mm. And, of course, lewdness, all those sexual behaviours, greediness, mm. um, anger, all of those sort of things that then outlines further as well. They're the sort of things of the world. He said, then says, for, further, therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil design, covetousness, which is idolatrous, idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. So he's basically saying, you know, you've become believers believers you know let go of those things you once walked now continue to live mm. strongly in Christ and so what i love here is that you know the the new life is to be enthusiastic fresh and keen and then we become and we can actually then over time i don't know if you found that or if you've met people that have given their hearts to the lord but then become complacent mm. Mm-hmm. And complacency is so dangerous. Absolutely. So dangerous. And so then gradually those sins or the things start creeping back back in. You know, we sway a little bit away from Christ. Mm. Our devotional time becomes lessened, our time of prayer with God, our time of, of just having building that relationship more and more and allowing the Holy Spirit to impress on upon our minds of what need where we continually need to be changed. We don't hear God's voice and we don't feel impressed by the power of the Holy by the Holy Spirit because we are gradually being immune to things. You know how when we're tempted on on certain things we become immune to them. It's the same kind mm. of thing. Hey, and complacency is such a bad thing. It is. I want, I want to say something, maybe controversial this morning. Uh <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just taking liberties, uh, you know, just sharing with you. Um I believe in once saved, always saved. Um no, but from the perspective that uh, that's a bit of a clickbait. This is a bit, this is a bit baiting. Um, but not from the sense that I, I think when people often portray once saved, always saved, it, it's from the perspective, um, that, you know, like when we look at people in once saved, always saved, it's usually shared as something that is, hey, um, uh, it basically gives you an excuse to be lazy spiritually. I believe in one saved, always saved from this perspective that you can stay saved. Like this is, this is oh. really important. Mm. Not that, Hey, you know, like you can't do anything to lose salvation, but you can make a decision to be saved and continue to have an experience with Jesus. Yes. You, and, and during yes. that time, you will be saved. Yes. If you are having an experience with God. If you are waking up praying that Jesus would walk with you, you are saved. I, I, I don't know how it's been miscommunicated because it goes, again, we, we've talked about this on the show before. You have a path down the middle and mm. you have ditches on either side, mm. you know, and, and the ditches, you have one place where it's like the acceptance of complacency that, oh yeah, once saved, always saved. Therefore, I don't need to put any effort into my experience, my relationship with God. If I made that decision 15 years ago, and even if you mix in a little bit of Calvinism there, even if I'm completely off the beaten path oh. doing whatever, God's got me. And it's like, but but you don't have God. 
Yeah. You, yeah. you don't. And, and it's evidenced by your life. It's, you know, the worst, the worst witness, the worst thing for Christianity, the, the worst, uh, the worst representation of Christianity is a, is a trans, is a non-transformed Christian. Uh, absolutely. Is a Christian who hasn't been transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and it's a continual thing, like you said. And that's why yeah. I love what Paul says in this passage. He actually says, you know, that the adoption of a Christ-shaped life actually requires three processes, mm. and, ex- and it's expressed through this symbolism of clothing that he says. Put, you know, to, to basically firstly put off your or turn away from your old ways. That's in verse 22. Then actually um, in, to also experience an inner renewal. That's in verse 23 of Ephesians 4. And then the third thing is to put on the new godlike pattern mm. of life in verse 24. That's right. Therefore, those, and that's what you're exactly saying. You, you've got to keep on, keep on having that walk with God. Keep mm. on coming back to Him because otherwise those things don't, they can slip away right. completely. And we become complacent. And yet he says those three processes of putting on and turning away from your own, you know, putting on new clothing. You and I don't come in the same clothing every day here. Good. I would look weird in your clothes. (laughs) And you'd be smelly and everything else, right? Hey, okay. okay. Oh, 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 that's what you meant. Okay. My own clothes. Yeah, yeah. But but, that's that's why Paul uses that symbolism. He says, Mm. put put on clean clothes, put on, put on the new way of life Mm. and, and use it, use it. He uses this metaphor and it's really, really important and crucial. I love what Paul says in that. Yeah, absolutely. Be saturated with Christ. Be saturated. Live a life that is covered with him. And if your life is covered with Christ, you are covered by his blood and you are saved. You have the assurance of salvation because you you know, you know, you you know, know. it's like, I made a decision to give my heart to Jesus today. Yes. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Coming towards the end of our show all too quickly yet again. Um, and it's come time to actually give our answers to our quiz questions as well as to read some texts that are coming through because we've had lots coming through. So take it away, Lawson. Yeah, of course. We have here the answers for our quiz today. That first question, it was which of the parables had the, you know, featured the two cities of Jericho Jer- and Jerusalem? Mm. And that was the parable of the Good Samaritan. Mm. Now, of course, you know, they're on the road there between Jerusalem, Jerusalem and Jericho. Jericho, and it's uh, it's the the priest and the Levite and all these people who who pass the man who's all beaten up and robbed on the side of the road. But it was the Samaritan, you know, the foreigner who came That's in right. and, and served him and helped him. A beautiful illustration by Jesus of the tolerance that is needed to be possessed yeah. by you know that that yeah the gospel and serving others' needs is far and above racial divides. Oh, hundred percent. Awesome. I love what you just said there. Yeah. True or false, according to Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Jesus is the foundation of a person's spiritual life. But some people try to fill, build their foundation on gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, and straw and said, uh, instead. Now, that the answer to that one was true. And I, I love it too because <laughs> it. now... Shell could have done the stitch out because obviously that's a sentiment that is correct and that's a Bible yeah. verses that's correct. Like Jesus is the foundation of our life and mm. some people try to build their foundations on other things. Shell could have like probably put in that it was a false question because she changed the reference or something and stitched <laughs> a lot of people up. But she was easy on you guys today. You, I, I know a lot of people she heard that and you were like, yeah, that's probably right and said yes. So yeah, good, good on yeah, you, producer no, no, Shell. That's right. And of course, those other things, gold, silver, stones, all of those things are temporary. 
temporary mm-hmm. and they're not solid. And of course, in Jesus Christ, we have solidity. That's why it says he's the cornerstone. He's the mm. rock. Um, in so many different passages in, mm. in God's word. So yeah, build your house. Not on the sandy land, but on the rock, on Jesus Christ. Uh, It continues on. We then have our next question. How did Jesus reveal the one who would betray him? He dipped a piece of bread and passed it to him. That's what he says to the disciples. Is like the one that I give this uh, book, the one that I give this bread to, uh, he will be the one that will betray me. Mm. Next, it says, on what island was John when he was given the vision of Revelation? He was on the Isle of Patmos. Patmos yes. And then finally here, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God, but the very hairs on your head are numbered do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Mm, so I, had, I see them on my walks. <laughs> absolutely. I had a really insightful sermon one time uh, by by Pastor Boris Jovanov, and he was preaching and sharing. It was ba- basically how much money would it cost to feed all the birds in the world? Because there's like a hundred billion birds or some some ridiculous maybe a trillion birds or something yeah. like like a ridiculous <laughs> amount of birds yeah. how much money would it cost to buy bird feed to feed them all and it was like it would bankrupt the world in two weeks to feed all the birds. If we had to feed them from seed and produce that seed, it would bankrupt the world in two weeks. But God, God's got it covered. Like, he's got know, it covered. That's he's right. He's got a system there. He's got nature. He's set it up. He's looking after the sparrows. Absolutely. You know, and I, I love that song. Maybe you can slide it in, producer Shell. His eyes on the sparrow uh, by that's, Eclipse. That's where my song went Eclipse on as Six well. is one of my favorites. Um, if, if she can get it in. We've also got, you know, a few amazing ones there about sparrows. Uh, but, Guys, it's God is truly looking out for us. His eye, if his eyes on the sparrow, well then I know he is watching me. Um, we've got another text message here. It says, "Thanks. Can you please tell me uh, the name of the cookbook and the chef? Um, is it the Friday Prize? It sounds great. I don't often get the chance to listen to this show, um, but today's is great. I'll definitely try and tune in when I can. Yeah, absolutely. Keep tuning in, Christine. And our book. It was the Silver Hills." cookbook and we've got uh, the the chef there which is uh i'm just pulling it it up now the chef is cecil gordon and eileen brewer fantastic book we want to give it to you absolutely for free and you're listening to the breakfast show but we've come towards the end of our show but there are more programs coming following on after us we've got the uh tazzy encounters we've also got aussie pasta today later this afternoon and also drive time from south Australia. You want to be tuning into those as well. Really great shows. Of course, Faith FM goes all day long. So, um, yes, stay tuned. And for the breakfast show, we'll be coming back on tomorrow. But Lawson, what have we got for our giveaway before we go away today? Yes, I have a giveaway this morning and it's called Survival Kit for the Stranded Help for Those Who Hurt by William Self. Now, oh, that goes really well with what we've been talking today absolutely. about hey, trauma. We've been talking about trauma and this is all about our our struggle against humanness mm. and the things that we faced, the condition that we're in and how it is that we can actually navigate that with Christ and come out nice. of the other side. So 0491 064 
3369 is the number to text if you want that. You just have to be the first texter through. You don't need to answer any questions. Again, Survival Kit for the Stranded, Help for Those Who Hurt by William Self is the book that we are giving away. We also really appreciate your text messages coming through. Yes. Shout out George who sent a text message in as well and um, just, you know, saying good morning and, and agreeing with us. Said Paul said, I die daily. And this is the experience that yes. we want to have, just following Jesus Absolutely. every day, every living day. a life with oh. him. Hey, we have come to the end of our show. Yes. Yeah, so remember to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.